You're wired in. Smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, Smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks so much for joining us once again here at smallcapvoice.com. As you just heard, I'm your host, Stuart Smith, and as always, we're shining a spotlight on some of the smartest and freshest plays here in the market today. Now, to that end, we are speaking with, once again, Q Biomed Incorporated, a commercial stage biotech company traded on the OTCQB under the ticker symbol QBIO. I want you to learn more about the company by visiting QBiomed.com and listening to our earlier audio interviews with CEO Dennis Korn, who we welcome back to the show today. Dennis, welcome and thanks for taking the time to call back in. Hey, Stuart. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Big news on the wire here this week. Uh, listeners, pull up that ticker symbol QBIO. Pull up the dateline September 15th, 2020. Headline QBiomed announces Strontium 89 initial uptake and momentum in U.S. and Europe. The market took notice of this news. The stock is up nicely this week. Dennis, congratulations first and foremost. Yeah, thanks very much. It's good to um, it's good to be getting this product out into uh, the hands of patients uh, that really need it, and um, we're excited to start seeing some of the hard work that our marketing and sales team have put in start to come to fruition. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's get the color from you as the CEO on this news. So tell us a little bit about how it has been received. And you're right. I mean, it's more than just being an investor in this company. There's patients that are in desperate need of this. Yeah, I mean that's you know that's the heart of it, and that's you know why we get out of bed every day is is to um, you know to bring this product to those patients, and it's been extremely gratifying for me, you know, as a an executive or a professional that's sort of behind the scenes and a lot of this stuff to have actually seen firsthand and heard firsthand from from patients and their families, you know, that we're having an impact in their lives, and uh, what a great feeling that is, you know, even if it's just one patient at a time, just to that you know because we we've done something and we've gone through all of the battles that we've gone through to commercialize a product that is finally making a difference for people um, and that's hugely gratifying for me and, and as a company so we're thrilled to have the product on the market we launched the product earlier in the year almost in conjunction with uh, COVID-19 so probably not the most optimal time to be trying to get access to hospitals and doctors and, and bring them news and stories about a drug when everybody's focus has been on, um, you know, on something else. You know, we've struggled along a little bit like everybody else has in this new world that we're living in. Um, but uh, we put a lot of the hard work and, and a lot of the bricks in place to build a solid foundation for the company and for this product uh, over the last few months. Uh, lots of Zoom meetings with doctors now, lots of digital outreach, and it's starting to resonate and, and, and pay off. And as we mentioned in our press release, we now have several uh, clinics and, and groups of clinics throughout the U.S. Uh, that have got the products onto what we'd call their formulary or getting their their, um, their licenses updated so they can become what we'd call a Strontium 89 practice uh, and having their materials licenses update and, and having these clinics up and running and being able to treat patients is, um, is fantastic. Uh, we also expect that major hospital systems will now also have the product fully reimbursed on Medicare and Medicaid, which uh, will allow us to then to start to more aggressively market to those hospitals and to those physicians uh, in those institutions because they know that uh, insurance companies and Medicare and Medicaid will, will fully uh, cover the cost of the product. 
product. You know, this is, it's, as in most businesses, it's not a sprint. Um, it's a bit of a marathon. There's no exception. Uh, but we really are building the product and the company for the long term, and we've put a lot of work into developing the brand and starting to get this outreach going. And we're thrilled to see some of that uptake now in the U.S. And then we also launched in September our uh, unlicensed medicine program for, we'll call it the rest of the world. The major focus is really in Europe, but this it gives us the opportunity to send a U.S. product or FDA-approved product that's manufactured in the U.S., to European patients or rest of the world patients as long as it's, as long as the order has been initiated by their physician. So it's not a full marketing authority for us to go and market and promote and advertise the product, but if there are patients out there that need it and their physicians want to give it to them, they can get it through this program. And we launched that in September, and we've seen a very positive response to that with interest from you know several countries throughout Europe, um, you know Western Europe and Eastern Europe, uh, we have a first batch of orders going out right now in terms of stocking product in, in Europe so it's accessible by those patients and physicians in those jurisdictions on a sort of on a moment's basis, a moment's notice. So, uh, you know, we're thrilled that all of the work we've put in is starting to come to fruition and these orders should start to generate now and uh, start to see our revenue increase and, and sales volumes increase uh, for the rest of this year. And I think it puts us on a really solid footing for a more gratuitous launch and and revenue opportunity uh, coming up in 2021. Well, listeners, as Dennis just pointed out, 2021, the rubber really hits the road with the foundation that you've built in Europe and the United States as you spread internationally. Well, not the only big news for the company. Let's touch on another press release. Uh, Came out August 26, listeners. Q Biomed announces initiation of GMP production of novel COVID-19 therapeutic for clinical trials. So this is another step forward. We've talked to you before about the the therapeutic. Uh, Let's talk a little bit more about this step and where you see this moving as we wrap up 2020 and into 2021. Yeah, you know, uh, as, as I've told your listeners before and told you before, you know, we built QBiomed to be a company with multiple therapeutic uh, opportunities in different therapeutic areas. You know, never wanted to be sort of a one-trick pony or focused in one specific area. We really wanted to have a broad pipeline uh, with the ability to deliver, um, you know, innovative therapeutics in several areas that we would that we would think would create, you know, real interest and milestones and catalysts for our shareholders and, and drive value for the company overall. And this program actually was the first partnership or license deal we did with Mandarin Research. And it has a whole platform of technologies and potential therapeutics in it. And originally, this was our, our sort of the flagship product out of this partnership was actually a glaucoma therapy. And uh, when COVID came along, uh, we'd met with uh, some government institutions and, and other strategic interested parties uh, in the pharma space. And we agreed with them, especially the Canadian institutions and government who have asked us to accelerate this program and to retool it from a COVID clinical, uh, from a glaucoma clinical trial into a COVID clinical trial with an accelerated regulatory review and some in-kind cash and uh, in-kind sort of grant work from the Canadian government to accelerate this program to develop this therapeutic for COVID-19. Um, so this, I think, is going to deliver a very significant catalyst for the company uh, over the next six months or so as we move this into the clinic. We just announced, as you referenced in this uh, press release, that the production of this therapeutic is now started um, at one of our partners, actually in Germany, and we'll be moving that product then into Canada to do some of the testing, the preclinical pre-trial testing, and then to start 
start the clinical trial with a little bit of luck in January. I think one of the key things here is to understand that, you know, I don't think anybody believes COVID is going away anytime soon, but there's been a lot of talk about vaccines and testing, um, a little bit of talk about therapeutics. But even if we get a vaccine on some kind of accelerated timeline, I don't think it's going to be, you know, available to the masses. It's not going to be available to all countries all over the world anytime soon. Um, I think it'll be a few years before there really is a vaccine that's available for, you know, the greater population. And there are always going to be patients that are going to need intervention and some kind of therapeutic. And uh, this is exactly that type of drug where it deals with the sickest of the sick patients who are in hospital, uh, likely in ICU, and need a ventilation, ventilator therapy or intubation. And they really do need a therapy to help address the symptoms that sadly lead to the most you know, the most difficult prognosis for these patients. There's a huge demand for a good COVID therapeutic, and we think this one has a tremendous potential for COVID, and uh, the proof of concept of this in the early part of next year should provide for an accelerated review of this whole program uh, and allow, um, you know, the manufacturing of this drug for stockpiling um, around the world would certainly be something that we would be thinking about given that governments have been completely inadequately prepared for a pandemic outbreak like this. Um, and they really need to have these kinds of drugs available for future pandemics. And I think I'd just like to point out that the, probably the most important takeaway from this is that this therapeutic is virus agnostic. So that, that means that this is not specific just to COVID-19. Uh, this therapeutic works on the host or on the actual person on the vascular structure that they have. And in, in the case of COVID, the breakdown of the vascular structure occurs in the lungs, and that's where the lungs start to fill with fluid. And that's when you need ventilators to have assisted breathing, where you have this acute respiratory distress syndrome that's brought on uh, by COVID. But that kind of syndrome can be brought on by multiple pathogens, whether it's, you know, MERS or SARS or H, you know, H1N1 or, you know, swine flu, any of these pandemics that we've seen over the last several years even things like hemorrhagic diseases like Ebola cause vascular breakdown and leaky vessels. And uh, this is a drug that works on the vascular system that helps keep it more intact and keep those, those systems working more efficiently. So this is a really important therapeutic, I believe, not only for COVID, but for any future pandemic outbreak, even things like bioterrorism, preparedness. So we think this is a massive opportunity and a proof of concept in a COVID trial in the early part of next year would not only obviously provide a COVID therapeutic, but provide a stockpileable drug for, I think, several different types of pathogens or other infectious diseases that cause this kind of acute respiratory distress, distress syndrome. So uh, we're really excited about this opportunity. We think it's a much needed therapy, as I said, not only for COVID, but for, COVID, but for other um, indications in sort of that infectious disease area. And then expanding a little bit on that, a proof of concept in this in the clinic and showing safety and efficacy with our sort of our platform molecule also de-risks the whole platform for our original indication like glaucoma or cystic kidney diseases or cardiovascular diseases, which all um, are exacerbated by leaky vessels, whether it's in the cardiovascular system or in the eye for glaucoma. So this really does put a solid platform and based underneath this whole TIE 2 platform that we licensed from Mann and, and how this whole COVID therapeutic has come into being. So, you know, I think this is a great opportunity to take a, a strong, you know, look at this program and at the multiple indications that this, this particular therapeutic would be able to address. And 
uh, we're really excited to bring this into the clinic and hopefully get a solid proof of concept out of it in the early part of next year. Well, I'm excited to be speaking with you. What a great amount of information right there. I mean, I I was looking at this as a COVID therapeutic, and when you brought up the fact that, hey, even with the vaccine, it's still going to be important, the thought that crossed my mind is here domestically, we've got over 33% of the population to some as high as 60% when they're polled saying they're not going to take a vaccine. So yes, it's needed, number one, but number two, all the different things, even from a defense department standpoint, you even brought up. What a great time to be taking a look at QBioMed Incorporated, ticker symbol QBIO. As I said, the five-day chart just pops off and the news has been great. The company's hitting its stride. It's really time for you to add them to your watch list and speak to your investment professional about QBioMed Incorporated. Dennis, thank you so much for the time and of course your insights into this news, which is is tremendous. Great. Thanks so much, you'd appreciate it. Absolutely. For Dennis Corrin, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512 267 2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com. This is a broadcast of smallcapvoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. Smallcapvoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of smallcapvoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice.